Subhuti inquired of the Lord Buddha, saying, Honoured of the worlds, in future ages, when this scripture is proclaimed, amongst those beings destined to hear, shall any conceive within their minds a sincere, unmingled faith? The Lord Buddha replied to Subhuti, saying, Have no such apprehensive thought. Even at the remote period of five centuries subsequent to the nirvana of the Lord Buddha, there will be many disciples observing the monastic vows and assiduously devoted to good works. These, hearing this scripture proclaimed, will believe in its immutability and similarly conceived within their minds a pure, unmingled faith. Besides, it is important to realize that faith thus conceived is not exclusively in virtue of the insular thought of any particular Buddha, but because of its affiliation with the concrete thoughts of myriad Buddhas throughout infinite ages. Therefore, amongst the beings destined to hear this scripture proclaimed, many, by momentary reflection, will intuitively conceive a pure and holy faith. Subhuti, the Lord Buddha, by his prescience, is perfectly cognizant of all such potential disciples, and for these also there is reserved an immeasurable merit. And why? Because the minds of these disciples will not revert to such arbitrary concepts of phenomena as an entity, a being, a living being, a personality, qualities or ideas coincident with the law, or existing apart from the idea of law. And why? Because, assuming the permanency and reality of phenomena, the minds of these disciples would be involved in such distinctive ideas as an entity, a being, a living being, and a personality. Affirming the permanency and reality of qualities or ideas coincident with law, their minds would inevitably be involved in resolving these same definitions. Postulating the inviolate nature of qualities or ideas which have an existence apart from the law, there yet remain to be explained these abstruse distinctions, an entity, a being, a living being, and a personality. Therefore, enlightened disciples ought not to affirm the permanency or reality of qualities or ideas coincident with law, nor postulate as being of an inviolate nature qualities or ideas having an existence apart from the concept of law. Thus we are enabled to appreciate the significance of those words which the Lord Buddha invariably repeated to his followers. You disciples must realize that the law which I enunciated was presented before your minds in the simile of a raft. If the law, having fulfilled its function in bearing you to the other shore, nirvana, with its coincident qualities and ideas, must inevitably be abandoned, how much more inevitable must be the abandonment of qualities or ideas which have an existence apart from the law.